0: Before we get started today, I just wanted to take a minute to invite you to our next group consult. If you are a trauma treatment professional and want to gather with other like-minded professionals to gain support, insight, and share your own knowledge and resources, join us. You can present or you can just listen. This opportunity is open to all trauma treatment professionals. It will be held virtually and we will meet for one and a half hours don't miss it. Register and learn more at TraumaTreatmentCollective.com. Welcome to the Trauma Treatment Collective podcast. My name is Nina Keeler, a licensed marriage and family therapist and trauma specialist. In this space, we will share tips and tools on how to grow your trauma treatment skills while also keeping your own mental health in mind. Today we're talking about where do you start in trauma treatment as a trauma therapist. Um, One of the things that I find is because trauma can be so complex, and if you've been a part of the community for a while, you know I talk a lot about the complexities of trauma, um, it can sometimes be kind of a little bit fuzzy of where you should start or where you should um, begin the work of trauma treatment. And so today I want to talk a little bit about the importance of kind of Doing some assessment, taking your time, really assessing where the client is, and then that's going to give you clarity on where you should start. So when you think about trauma, you think about there's a lot of different what I like to call choice points. I could go this direction or I could go that direction. Um, and when you are trying to decide what direction to go, there's some things that I want you to think about and consider. One of the things I want you to think about is just your assessment of the client's safety. Does the client feel safe? Do they feel safety within themselves, and do they feel? Safe within the relationship um, that you have with them. And if that's in place, then you want to move on to stabilization. If it's not in place, then you want to kind of backtrack and really work on the foundational piece of safety. That's the number one thing that you have to think about when you're doing trauma treatment. And so when you assess for that and you notice that, hey, there's some things we could do with safety. There's some things that would help this client to feel more safe within themselves and within our relationship. And then also you might even want to push out, do they feel safe outside of the therapy room? Um, So that's an indication too of how safe they feel. So if all three of those things are in place, then you can kind of move on to the next step of stabilization. If not, I would encourage you to go back and do some safety work with the client. Some different safety things would be really working on boundaries, really working on coping skills and coping strategies, um, doing some activities to help them notice what their body feels like when it's relaxed. What do they notice in their breath? What do they notice in their tension patterns? What do they notice kind of in their thoughts? Just really helping them to established a sense of what it feels like to be in a less hyper vigilant or less stressed state. And so when you're doing that, that's really good. And so then if that's in place and you've done that work and you feel like the client is okay and you assess for safety and it's good, then you might want to move on to stabilization. And stabilization is really being able to take the coping skills and the coping strategies that you've learned in session and then being able to take those out into the community. So when the client is coming in and reporting that I had a situation, it was very triggering for me, but I was able to do my deep breathing or I was able to do my grounding exercise. Where I was able to orient to something that was pleasant in my environment and I noticed that shift, when they start to report those kinds of things, you know that stabilization is in a good place because not only are they able to use those skills in the therapy room, then they're able to take those skills out and use those skills in the community. And so that is a good indication that you are ready to move to the next step. Now, if all of that is in place and the client has good safety, they have good stabilization, then I would encourage you to start processing some of their past trauma. This is one that can be kind of tricky because the way that trauma links up in the brain is what fires together wires together so that's why they use that old example of a Vietnam vet coming home from the war they're walking down the street and a car backfires and they kind of go to the ground because it reminds them of what's going what happened in the war and so that whatever that sound has now wired up with danger and so those things are now connected and so when you're working with clients then realizing that there's lots of connections especially if you're working with complex or developmental trauma, there's lots of different connections and the brain has wired up in lots of different ways that you're going to be working to help the client rewire different connections that have been made. And so as you're working on trauma, you can kind of get in there and you start to realize we're going off in all these different directions and they're talking about all these different things. Um, but it all started with this one thing um, that they talked about or this one event, but then that linked up to something else and that linked up to something else and that linked up to something else. And before you know it, you feel like you're going in five different directions. One of the things that I would encourage you to do is work an event and work from the outside in. Um, in somatic experiencing, they have what they call kind of the trauma timeline. And so the idea is, is that the the most horrific part of the trauma is in the middle, and we call that t0. And then you work your way out to t plus one. that's the time after the trauma and T minus one that's time before the trauma. And really the idea is to work your way from the outside in. So if a client's talking about a time where uh, there was a horrific incident with their parent and their parent Did some, um, sorry about that, that's my cat, but their parent did some things that were um, threatening to them and they're reminded of that, then really talking about that and helping them to think about okay, what was that day like? What do you remember about that day? When did you wake up? And so you're kind of pulling them out to T minus you know, 10 maybe um, to thinking about the beginning of that day and what they were doing and who they were enjoying and really resourcing the client and helping them to really notice that everything about that day wasn't horrible. It was just this one incident. And so by the time that they get to the actual incident that they consider to be the traumatic incident, it doesn't have as much sting because they have resourced themselves in. And this can take actually over a course of sessions. It's not just one session that you're working. It's over a course of sessions that you're working to kind of work your way into Um, the trauma in the traumatic event. So that's one way to think about it when you're thinking about, okay, where are we going to start with this whole thing is to work from the outside in. So what's the farthest place I can get? When did you know? So T plus 10 would be, when did you know you were safe? Or when did you know that event was over? That would help them to kind of get out to T plus 10. And then you work your way back in to when the traumatic event happened. So I hope this is making sense, but really one of the greatest ways to kind of figure out where to start is to start on the outside. Um, If you try to start with the most horrific thing, it sometimes can be super overwhelming to the client. And so therefore, that can cause risk of re-traumatization. That can cause risk of them kind of fleeing from the process. They don't want to deal with it because it's too much. But if you work from the outside in, it really helps to break it down and slow it down for the client so that by the time they get to the thing that they consider to be the most traumatic, it doesn't have the same amount of charge or activation with it that it would if you were to start with that and then kind of try to talk about, well, when did you know it was over? That's T plus 10. Or what was that day like before all of that happened? Um, That's T uh, minus 10. So again, you're working your way in and you're working your way in in a way that is Safe for the client, and it really helps them to be able to build capacity so that they're able to, when they get to T- T0, they're able to really process and talk about what happened because they've been resourced into that event. So, hopefully, this is helpful for you. Again, you want to think about assessing um, for safety and stabilization, uh, really tracking to make sure that those things are in place. Those would be good places to start if clients don't have those skills in place. Some clients will come to you, they've done prior work, and And so they are ready to rock and roll and start with processing. And other clients, this is their first time really starting to do the work. And so they're going to need that time to build up their safety and stabilization. Um, if all of those are in place, safety and stabilization are in place, then you want to move into processing. And processing is really helping them to process the things that are kind of connected together and to get those things. Like I like to think about it as a file cabinet. Uh, Things are misfiled in their brain. And so you want to get those things out and file them in the right places. Again, there's lots of different ways to process trauma. Uh, The one that I talked about is mainly um, somatic experiencing, but you can use that method or that that idea, that framework of being able to work from the outside in with other types of modalities as well. Um, I think it's a very gentle approach to treating trauma. I think it's um, it helps the client to tolerate the process a little bit more. It's a little bit longer. It's not that fast, kind of go straight after it and get in there, but I really do think it really helps the client to build skills, capacity, the ability to manage themselves, um, not only in session, but also out in the community and they are able to get to working the heart of the trauma and feel really good about that process and feel like they can make it and that they have space to be able to hold all the emotion that comes up with that. So um, again, hopefully this is helpful. Uh, Thanks for joining me today. hope you enjoyed our episode for today. Just a quick reminder before you head out, just make sure you head over to the traumatreatmentcollective.com to learn more about our monthly group consults. We would love to have you join us.